Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, <laughs> that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Andrew. I'm Robert. I'm Warren. And this is See, episode we did it, right? 49. Yep. I'm so worried about. Wait, what? What episode are we on? Forty nine. Forty nine. Forty nine. Yeah. Jeez, that's crazy. Episode yeah. forty nine, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ladies and germs. We've done this forty eight other times at least. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> and and I think one that uh, we had to re-record, or I think we didn't even release. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we, we released it. one of the ones with Manny and the early things because yeah. it like cut out halfway through. Some people saw it on Facebook, but yeah. L- lucky few. That was uh, that it's was one secret, of the first times we did it podcast. outside too. Was that one right? Because the computer overheated or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh yeah, sunshine and laptops. We're we're normally more indoor cats. <laughs> oh with yeah, that's what devices. happened. The laptop overheated. <laughs> yeah, and just to let everyone know, uh, the name of our new single that's coming out is called "Sunshine and Laptops." Duh. Sunshine and laptops. Dun, dun, that's how it sounds. Dun, dun, dun. That's how it goes. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a hit. It's going to go viral. It's big with the kids. The kids like laptops. And they like and sunshine. And the kids like sunshine. Especially after being cooped Put them together. Put yeah, together. You got sunshine laptops. <laughs> I mean, I know it's How's summer right now. Laptops and, <laughs> and sunshine. <laughs> they mix together like chocolate and bad wine. I don't know. Yeah, it's whoever was uh, asking... Uh, we should do more music on this show. You okay. don't want us to do more music on this show. It's going to be all sunshine <laughs> and laptops, whatever garbage stuff we yeah. put together. It's not all sunshine and laptops, guys, all right? Every, yeah. Everything's coming up laptops. <laughs> yeah, let's try to coin that phrase for the future generations of our world. Yeah. yeah it's just yelling it another way to yell at millennials. Yeah. This world Look, isn't buddy. all sunshine and laptops <laughs> and your TikToks. Or, or, or you, you or you kids. You can go the different way and be like, I remember when everything was just sunshine and laptops. Facebook and TikToks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill Clinton oh, was president. <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park was brand new. Oh. I just watched it again the other day. It must be like the 450th time I've watched that movie. Jurassic and it was Park? still just as amazing. Yeah. I watched it on our, uh, we've got a, a pretty large TV in my living room. And uh, it was just awesome. Guys, Stands I'm getting pretty deep in the lost here. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, How's everyone's week? Sorry. My week was, uh, it was all right. It was okay. Um, it was, I had a tough time this weekend a little bit just with things. I realized on Friday evening that I hadn't left the house since I got back from uh, my church gig on Monday evening before the last podcast. And uh, I don't think I've gone that long without driving, like, or being in a car since ever. It was nuts. Um, And so it was really nice to get back in the car. I ended up going for a drive uh, Saturday night because back in pre-COVID days, back back in the good old days, it was, uh, you know, I'd spend a lot of time in the car just in between gigs. It'd be 45 minutes here, hour here, 90 minutes here, up to L.A., you know, two to four hours and stuff, and would, that's where I listen to music. That's where I would write uh, tunes or come up with song ideas and get inspired and have time to like think about lyrics while I'm focusing on the road. And and uh, I re- I didn't realize how much I've I've been missing that. 
Um, so I went for a drive. I just drove up to Long Beach and back, and and uh, I ended up coming up with a tune that uh, is coming out tomorrow on my Patreon. Which is cool. and laugh. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the the lyrics are pretty dark, but um, I dig it, and it's I think it's pretty catchy. And I uh, busted out my dad's accordion and did my first uh, accordion recording on there, and uh, I'm really stoked. So that's coming out on my on my Patreon tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. PST, shameless plug, patreon.com backslash Steve the Rick. Um, boom, boom. It should be fun if you want to check it out. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's important for people to know everyone talks about L.A. traffic like it's the worst thing in the world and that you can't get anything done. I get tons of stuff done in L.A. traffic. Yeah. I will listen to audiobooks. I will take phone calls. I will do what Steve's doing where I could just sit there and be in my own silence. And then that's usually where I get song ideas or if I'm listening to stuff I like. I'll just turn it all off. And then my version of that thing might come out. Yeah. So, and then we all do like hours and hours of driving. So that was a huge part of our life. So for him to say something like, Oh, I just wanted to get in a car and drive. There's nothing wrong with that. You yeah. know, there, it, that's definitely something to do. There's such freedom in that too, man. Like just having the windows down and, Smoking a couple grits and you know drinking. Yeah, a it's a great time to do local warm ups and, yeah. and work on work on new songs and. I call great. my family from the car most of the time. Like <clears throat> Mondays have kind of been my time to just sit and chat with my mom because I know I've got like it's kind of been an unofficial scheduled thing where, like almost every Monday on my way back from this church gig in Long Beach, um, I'll call her and we'll chat for like half hour to forty five minutes and it's really nice. I don't know. So I, I was just missing that, and that was that was really cool. And I was uh, listening to uh, to one of Jeff Crosby's records, and that's what inspired me for this tune. So it was, nice, yeah, nice. stuck for you guys to hear it. Really cool. I've just no. been watching so much Lost. <laughs> What's let's get into it, man. Just have it on. I have it on, and I practice guitar and I practice drum. So it's like still a productive day. I'm not not doing anything, right? <laughs> I'm in the middle of season four now. I think I've watched like 10 episodes Move. since I last talked to you guys. Nice. Moving on up. It's gotten way better. Season four is much better. Season one and two are terrible. <laughs> season three got better. And then season four is actually now really good. So season three takes place where it used to be like something happens mm. on the island and then you have to deal with the backstory of what that is. And it's supposed to make it more meaningful, but mostly it's just bullshit. But... Now you're dealing with whatever's happening on the island plus whatever's happening in the future. Ooh. So you get to see these two storylines that actually like see oh, you hear about both of them. It's good. And that was and now you're like, whoa. And then they sort of meet in the middle. It's like a memento thing. Oh, nice. Which is pretty crazy for it to be in that. <laughs> like actually on network TV. I have to remind myself all the time this is a network TV show <laughs> before television was good. So Lost. Lost nice. in practicing. Lost in doing the uh, whatever, uh, what's his name, exercise. Who's the guitar player in uh, Wolfpack? Corey Wong. Doing Corey Wong guitar exercises and playing or watching Lost. Nice. That's rad. Robert? Um, <clears throat> I'm, I've been working a lot. I'm, I'm a, basically a project manager for my family home that my sister lives in, and so it's taken up a lot of my time, and I was there most of the weekend, but I got to go to the beach yesterday and just kind of chill and, and uh, enjoy the ocean and the sunshine and the laptops. 
So <laughs> it was a great weekend for me. There it is. Just uh, working and enjoying enjoying life for the most part. Nice. What about you, War? Um, <clears throat> my weekend, I don't know, it was pretty uneventful. Well, oh, well, today. Yeah, what did you just tell us about like yeah. five minutes ago? So, pretty so uneventful. Today, I went and celebrated my uh, nephew's fourth birthday. Happy birthday, Levi Johnston, down in San Clemente. And we were fishing from the sand into the water. And I caught like a five foot shark. And uh, I've only caught maybe one or two things in my life. And they've always been like very small. Hey. just kidding. Just kidding, everyone. That was a joke. That was a joke. <clears throat> yeah, Robert's sarcastic, but anyway, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Anyway, I've caught a lot of small, or a few small fish, and uh, as soon as I cast this thing out, this shark got a hold of it, and th- that line started going out. And I've never really felt like a real fish pulling against uh, a, a, a thing like that. So my brother-in-law was there and he's actually a fisherman and he was teaching me like, you know, like when it's pulling out, like don't pull back, let it pull back. And then when it stops, start to reel it in and like things like walking in to get more line and then kind of pulling back more line. And it probably took me like maybe 10 minutes and I uh, wrangled it up onto the beach and um, yeah, I pulled the, 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 the hooks were actually in the in its fin. One was in the back fin and one was on the side, but the bait was gone. So I think that I don't know. It got the bait and then got tagged. But yeah. Anyway, I, I brought it in. If you guys follow me on Instagram or I think it's on my Facebook too. I think it feeds to both. I uh, I posted a, a picture of it. So um, and and of course I released it back into the the ocean. He did put up a good fight, and I, I felt bad. I'm not gonna like kill a shark i don't even think people eat sharks or anything like that oh, they do. But, i think um, they do they definitely do well i think i think i think i think well people eat anything but i think like around here nobody really eats sharks and uh yeah anyway i let him go he put up a good fight and he kind of like swam off so he, he's probably a little fucked up the night but um he'll and be fine. you you can't imagine what i just went through <laughs> yeah so go, shark friends. go check out my instagram or my facebook because i posted a, a story there it's, it'll be up for 24 yeah. hours you should you should post Maybe it I'll up on uh toss it up on the bandstagram too man okay great. yeah, yeah. I'll, throw, I'll throw it on robert john on the wreck yeah. uh tonight war i have one question about your story yeah what's your nephew's name again levi johnson is he a gold prospector that's like 95 years old? Oh, that's My funny. name is Levi Johnson. I, this year is the wildest fishing in the West. I always thought it sounded like a baseball player's name. Like, next up, we've got Levi Johnson coming up here. And, you know, he hits, I don't know, RBI is, there we go. Spencer and Mike, you guys might like that. I don't know about baseball. <laughs> Trying to do my stats. But, uh, well, yeah, you can tell by what you just said. Yeah, yeah. Is RBI? He hasn't hit one yet, but yeah. he, he's <laughs> seen them before. That here. <laughs> um, yeah, well, his grave. His brother's name is Case Case Johnson and Levi Johnson. I like. Shout it. out to nice. those two. And you know what? Uh, uh, Levi told me for his birthday he wants a bass guitar because I play bass guitar and he's inspired Aww. by his uncle. <laughs> That's right, man. Yeah, so maybe when he gets like, maybe like next year I might get him like a a bass, but I feel like you should start him with a guitar. But I don't know, I'll, I'll figure it out. A Warren Merle signature, yeah, get a little yeah. short scale for a kid. That'd be rad. 
Nice. Well, before uh, before we get into what we're drinking, we have a special guest this evening. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, she is a phenomenal guitar player, and uh, we've gotten to play multiple shows with her throughout the years. And um, we're excited to talk to her and to have her on here. And uh, her name is Angela Petrelli. Woo! Hi, guys. Good to see you guys. Good to see you as well. Thanks for being on. Thanks for being on with us. This is is the coolest thing to do on a Monday night at 8.50. This is great. This is great. So happy to be here. So, so happy to be here. And sometimes it's the coolest thing to do on a Monday night, even not during even, the whole COVID even, thing. Yeah, <laughs> even not during the COVID thing where you're not allowed to leave your house. So, yeah, yeah this is this is awesome. This is awesome. Love that you guys are doing this. This is great. And at least you didn't have well, to sit in traffic, right? <clears throat> yeah, no traffic. Yeah. Didn't have to drive anywhere. It was awesome. Although I do agree, like, you get so much done in L.A. traffic. Mm-hmm. So much done. So, Steve, what are you doing? Uh, I got a big old glass of Tito's, per usual. Please sponsor me. It's getting expensive. <laughs> have, have you have you stopped doing the quarantinis with the emergency? Is it because I haven't I haven't heard you say that in yeah. a couple weeks now? Or do you think you just don't keep, need the vitamin C anymore? No, I do. Um, I have uh, Centrin Complete that I've uh, found in a drawer. Solid. And uh, but no, I I've been getting my groceries delivered uh, by Imperfect Foods for the last number of months, and uh, probably a little over a year now. Um, so they get delivered to my door, and I haven't really gone to the store very much. And when I do go to the store, I normally go to El Matate down the street, and they don't have emergency. Um, but what a dilemma. With them walking distance. So I just haven't re-upped on my, you know, 1,000% more than you need of vitamin C. And that's why I've just been drinking straight vodka with ice. But good. it's good. Cheers. Good to know. Just had to check in about the the quarantinis. Yeah, I, I plan on doing it uh, next time I go to CVS. I'll I'll grab some, but I just keep re- us updated. Yeah, I I ended up getting uh, my three in one from the liquor store the other day, so I didn't have to go to CVS. Yeah. Andrew? What about you, Andrew? I have an aha. Uh-huh. I had to beat uh-huh. more into one sparkling water thing. <laughs> It's an apple ginger aha. So it's sort of like the same thing as the LaCroix, except it's apple ginger flavored. And I think aha shtick is that they have like weird flavors. So they have like weird combinations of things. That sounds like an is interesting combination though. Is it good? Um, yeah, it's fine. Apple ginger. It's it, uh, like all these at all. will be good with vodka in them, you know? Yeah. So it's no limoncello, right? This one isn't my favorite. The apple ginger one, but I think they have a, a couple of combinations that are really good. Nice. Where'd you get it? I've never um, heard of it before, so I am jealous a little bit. I can't remember, like Ralph's or something like that, somewhere normal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Angela, me and Warren are in a yeah. uh, uh, sparkling water war where Warren kept introducing <laughs> me to these flavors of LaCroix I had yeah. no idea about, and now he's ruined my life because my LaCroix habit is like, you know, two boxes a week or something right. like that. I'm like that with Topo Chico. I love oh, it. Yes. I love it. How many and do you have per day? Would you say? My max has been like five. No. Which is awful because I know there's minerals in it. And I'm like, this is going to lead to me getting kidney stones. Yes. So I'm like, but it's yeah. so good. Like, I'm just, I, I, I love it. But yeah, my, the most I've had is five. Are, are those I, can, the, uh, I can drink so I can drink ten Lacroix in a row. Yeah, it's such an issue. <laughs> yeah, for for the Chapo Chico, what size of the? Because they have different size bottles, right? They have like the smaller grenade ones, and then the glass 
like yeah like this is i'm a koozie fan but like this is that's the size i like i like i like the glass ones but yeah you should be fine with yeah yeah five to ten of those but you know yeah koozie pants too (laughs) or um well in the vein of uh i have a spindrift Oh, uh, so, yeah. The war continues. Raspberry lime. You uh, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that's a Trader Joe's brand too. I could be wrong, but I think we get them at Trader Joe's. So yeah. Oh, and I got a couple. I've got a couple good ones up my sleeve too. I'm, I'm just gonna unveil a couple different random nice. ones, especially now that you dropped the aha. Now we have to. Now I have to think about it. Now we gotta like. Uh, now it's now the battle's really on. Yeah. I was. What really, about you, Angela? What do you What do you drink? Well, since we were talking about, about sunshine and laptops. Yes. I'm drinking Juneshine. So this is a. Uh, it's, oh, a hard okay. it's a hard kombucha out of uh, San Diego, and that's my oh. LA. That's my LA girl drink. Nice. What, what, what flavor are you drinking? Ooh. It's honey ginger. It's really good. Ooh. It's really good, and it's six percent too, which I feel is like kind of high for a hard kombucha or whatever, or a cider that kind of thing. Yeah, it's um, good. I like it. I got so usually we would be trying all the same. We'd all be trying the same alcoholic drink mm-hmm. at the same time when we would do the podcast in person. And so I bought a hard kombucha to try right before all of this went to shit. Yeah. And so there, it's still sitting in Steve's fridge right now. I yep. yeah. I'm so terrified <laughs> to just try it. Um, maybe, maybe next week. But I kind of want to – maybe I'll just drop it off at your place, Andrew, since it's yours. I'll go for a drive. and You want to take a drive? I'm just going to fight. <laughs> oh, and there goes Robert. Bye, I'm Robert. just going to fight a hard kombucha Hi, on my doorstep. Did, did everyone's screen just switch? Or did, nope, that was that just yours. You just jump sides. Yeah, I don't know what happens. <laughs> I wanted to be on this side, Angela. Okay. See, I like it better okay. over here. All right. So <laughs> here, Steve. Oh wait, no, this way. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's backwards. Hey, there we go. <laughs> High five, dude. All right, Robert. What are you drinking? <clears throat> I'm uh, drinking a Robert John iced tea this evening. Nice. Um, and if you don't know what a Robert John iced tea is, oh, we should see if anyone knows what a Robert John iced tea is, because I've definitely talked about it on the podcast multiple Ooh. times. Extra um, but then again, I don't really want to wait for someone to respond. Well, I mean, I'll give one about. That one I'll give everybody, through, did you? No, I did not. I'll give everyone three seconds. Two. One. Nope, no one knows. Okay. Um, anyways, if you don't know, it's uh, Jack Daniels uh, with bitters and soda water and a splash of lemon. But I don't have any plain soda water, so I'm using a lime Lacroix tonight with Jack Daniels and bitters, and it's delicious. Mm. And I haven't had hard alcohol in a while so i figured why not tonight nice. this just in i, I yeah. think we got the we, we got the, the iced tea recipe yes do you guys are you guys seeing that is it on the screen yet is it on the screen yes it's on the screen <laughs> so for those of you who can't see we got these sweet new banners that look like newscaster banners because people listen to this podcast later it's not gonna make any sense to anyone but they look like like this just in little banners and then like little tickers at the bottom i'm just gonna leave that up there for anybody that wants to go if you have the yeah i i challenge anyone watching um us right now and if you're gonna listen to it later just to just to make one yeah yeah you're home and you have to use jack daniels just use some sort of bourbon uh, you don't have to use a lemon if you prefer lime, but you have to use bitters and soda water. So, um, you know, I mean, yes, you have to use Jack Daniels, but if you don't have any, it's okay. Not really, but anyways, we'll, we'll allow yeah. it. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll let it slide this time. <laughs> Not next time, though. Only this week. This is, yeah. What's everyone drinking out there? Something tells me that Bruce is not drinking gin. Is it hard kombucha? <laughs> it is. I, I got to say, I don't think I'm a big fan of kombucha. That's the one that kind of tastes a little vinegary, right? Yeah, me either. Yeah, it's, it, it, takes a little, it takes a little getting used to. But I got to say, at the same time, I used to hate those sea salt and vinegar chips, and now I... I fucking love those. They're things. delicious. Those I are remember so being good. a kid and hating them, being like, who would ever like this? And now I'm like, oh my God, that's crack. So maybe like yeah. in another couple of years, I'll be like, same thing with kombucha. It'll and you guys will be doing a, doing a thing. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Instead of the LaCroix and the, yeah. the, the soda water. So yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Imperfect Foods uh, now has uh, LaCroix. So I'm getting some, some pamplemousse being delivered to my door. Pamplemousse. And, and it's all surplus. So it's like... Like two ninety nine for like a eight pack or ten pack or some shit. Awesome. How much are they at the store? I don't know. No. Probably. It'd be interesting to know if they were cheaper with imperfect foods or not. I think they are because it's all surplus stuff, and it comes in the in the same box as all of the. Like I got like five pounds of produce for fifty bucks. It's great. Damn. Imperfect Lacroix. They don't bubble. They're flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They don't taste like what they what they say on the outside. You forgot to put the uh, the flavor in it, yeah, so it's yeah. just soda water. It's they, they just relabel, you know, tap water and shake it up a bunch. No. Someone in the chat is saying that we should get Lacroix from Staples because they deliver for free. What? <laughs> so you can buy twenty four packs from That's Staples. A- That's awesome. Wow. That might be a good hack. Staples would have that. That's wild. Yeah, like Staples, the office store. I guess it's a good no. thing to like keep in- <laughs> <laughs> Staples the grocery store. Sorry, I'm kidding. I was just trying oh. to be dick. Oh. Uh, yes, Staples says. the office supply store. That's weird That's that they weird. would sell the coins. I know that they've got like the impulse items, you know, section near the checkout and stuff. I didn't know that they had like actual shit. Do they just keep it by like the office size mini fridges? A guy from Massachusetts has to let us know more about this Staples. LaCroix. Yeah. Extravaganza. Also, you got called out, Robert, because you said add any bourbon <clears throat> to the Robert John iced tea, and someone said Jack Daniels is not bourbon. Michael's just calling Actually, it was Michael. Chat, bro. It, Michael's constantly it. calling us out about everything. <laughs> I love it, dude. He's our fact checker. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He's our new uh, Randy. That's the uh, <laughs> Randy, the researcher. Michael will make sure keep us honest with everything, all the bullshit that we, comes out of our mouths. <laughs> he even confirms sea salt and vinegar is fine. <laughs> Again, comma Midwest. Again, Midwest. That's and then, right. Mike, how are you drinking a mai tai? I mean, maybe he made it. Yeah, I understand. I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I deserve that. But People, bars are still uh, doing to go orders, though, right? With a straw? <laughs> By putting it in my mouth? <laughs> Michael, we're just joking. Yeah. <clears throat> um, keep, keep the comments coming, Michael. We love it. Yeah, because it's something to play off of. Yeah. <laughs> Someone needs to keep us on our toes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So, usually we start listening to some music at this point, and you had something prepared for us, right? Uh, yeah, I... I um... There's a there's a song. It's called "Same Old Bullshit" that I've been listening to nonstop over the last like week and a half, and it, I think it's great. 
and I love it. So yeah, I figured I'd share it with you guys tonight. We could have a listen to it, chat about it. Yeah, yeah and, and just to let everyone know that's listening or watching us right now, Henry is on the East Coast right now visiting family and spending some time with them. So that is why Henry's not on tonight, but he'll be back next week for his history lesson. But since he's not here, that's why we asked Angela so politely to pick us on for us to listen to this evening. So here it is, Same Old Bullshit by Puss in Boots. <clears throat> what do you do when you got no money? What do you do when a car breaks down? You don't cry You don't cry Same old bullshit Same old bullshit
That's awesome. I like that a lot. All right. I think we're getting a little bit. What, of that, uh, so. Give us a little backstory about it. So that is Nora Jones's um, Americana Trio. Nice. Oh, wow. Sasha Dobson and Cat Popper. They're the, the other two ladies in the band, and and um, yeah, they they write some really really great stuff. They do some killer covers. Um, they do some great like Neil Young covers and Dolly Parton and uh, you know Johnny Cash, and it's it, they're they're really really awesome. And uh, I don't know, like I'm a huge fan of Nora Jones, and it's so cool to see all of the different things she does. Like she's got a great you know country cover band, and then you know, her, her roots in jazz and how like the album after that was very country Americana and then the sort of like rock pop kind of thing. And, uh, but yeah, these, these guys are, these guys are great. And I think for the times, this, this song <laughs> kind of hit, hit true, I think for us, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool track. And I think Nora's playing drums on that. Oh, really? Really? And that's, that's the thing awesome. with this band. She doesn't play any piano in this band oh, at all. Awesome. <laughs> so she's like mainly doing guitar. She's got this really cool, like jazz master, I believe jazz master Jaguar that she plays and, you know, gets those cool, like tremolo tones and all that stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're a lot of fun to listen to. They're, they're, they're great. So there's, there's some really cool bass lines in that track. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, some, it's some good stuff. So it's a killer song, you know, and it's funny, but you're like, damn, it's like pretty true. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it's good stuff. They're they're Yeah. They're again, they're just a ton of fun to listen to. So and I'm seeing when that, did yeah. that record come out that record. Mm-hmm. I want to say right before this hit. I want to say yeah, like really beginning of March. Yeah, it's yeah. like fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a period it, whenever near Nora Jones' biggest record was with "Come Away with Me," right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember oh, that was like what 2002? two thousand two, three? Yeah, three? <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. It was my senior remember, year of high school. I remember that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sometime around there. Three, and then yeah. don't know why and like all that stuff when she got really popular for the jazz stuff. And yeah. so I was just wondering, like, when this hit, because this, yeah, that's it's an awesome track. So, yeah. and I've never heard her do any of those things. So, and this uh, is, cool. and this is their second album too. Their their first one, like their cover of "Down by the River," just rocks. Nice, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely give that's definitely cool. give them a listen. They're, they're great. Some boots. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they get. I wonder if they have any problems with uh, DreamWorks or whoever does. I you know, think, the Shrek I, think stuff. I know. I think they don't capitalize the N with with oh. the Shrek character, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Or he spells it with a Z because he's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it, well, it's it looks like puss because P P U S S, right? Is that how you spell puss too? I guess. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I mean, all the yeah. times that I have to spell that, word, <laughs> that's how I would spell it. I don't know, man. That's that's cool. <laughs> Oh, that's it. That Hold must up. be it. It's really plus and boots. And, Let me go yeah, check like the salt and pepper in sync. Yes, P U S S. Yes, boots. Yes. Yes, P U S S. Where's my Where's my mom? That was an awesome track. Yeah, that's yeah, that was absolutely. Really cool. No, thanks for the opportunity for you know bringing a track on here. So that's yeah, great. super fun stuff. Guys, we and, always uh, have the choppy audio on uh, Facebook for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, but it always reminds me of like pirate radio. I'm like, so now we're just the new pirate radio where you have to try really hard to listen to it. It's yeah. cooler because it's like breaking up and you're like, I can't quite hear it, but I can go listen to it later. Yeah. And if you do want to yeah. go listen to it later, which I suggest that you do because it sounds awesome, uh, there's going to be a link in the description for all y'all on Facebook. There's a link to Spotify. And uh, for all y'all listening on Spotify podcast or Apple podcast, just uh, scroll down a little bit. And there will be a link to that. Speaking about the fact that Nora Jones plays drums and guitar in, 
in Tin Boots and not piano. Angela is a phenomenal guitar player. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and then we'll Gosh. talk more about who, what you do? I've been playing guitar since I was nine. Um, my mom plays a little bit. And I remember like as a little, little kid watching her play and just like, I could do that. Like that's something I can do. And, and initially wanted to play drums and was politely talked out of it. Like everyone uh, in this band played drums first. You know, I wanted to so bad. And I, and I still do my dream, you know, I don't need to be great, but like if I could play nine songs, like if I could do a solid, like 45 minute set by the kit and like, don't ask me to play any other songs than these nine, <laughs> like we're good, you know, um, play, picked up the guitar at nine and didn't put it down. since I, I did. I, I was very, very fortunate to have a really, really awesome, guitar teacher for you know eight years his name was jimmy scott and taught me everything i know and yeah but, but, you know playing bars cut my teeth at bars at 16 you know on wednesday nights <laughs> that my parents like let me go to bars and you know go to blues jams at 16 was was pretty cool nice. did you grow but up in la or? i grew up in la yeah okay, so you were yeah. in where where around let's say in, in the south bay where i grew up yeah okay cool yeah so the beach cities is where i grew up yeah so you're you're playing gigs in <clears throat> in those areas like manhattan and hermosa and like yeah and torrance <laughs> I, I i cut my teeth at this at this bar called the crest and i think it's still there um, and I believe it was like every Tuesday or Thursday night they would do a blues jam and I would show up and they would call me Little Wing because I was always <laughs> and I would play Hendrix and they're like, here's Little Wing, get her up here, you know, and, and that's how I got my teeth. Like my guitar teacher, I'll never forget the first time. He's like, all right, we're going to go here. And he's like, I want you to bring your Strat and you could sit in with the band. You could do one song with us and, you know, and just see how it feels to like be up on stage and play your electric guitar. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. So I was just stoked, you know, to be at a bar, you know, at 16, you know, on a Wednesday night at like 11 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and then, of course, I think we all had the X, you know, anytime yeah. we were age, go to, you know, going to play. And I, I watched his set and it was great. And it was always a rotating group of members. You never knew who was going to show up. And the set was over. And I'll never forget, like, my guitar teacher, Jimmy, he goes, you know, my hands really hurt and I'm really tired. So you're going to play guitar for the entire next set. I didn't, I didn't know what songs I was playing. I didn't know the people I was playing with. It was just like, here you go. And like sink or swim. And it was always like that. And, you know, I would play some days it was great. And some days it wasn't. And, you know, he would drive me back after a show. And he's like, okay, what were the things you did? Well, what were the things you think you could have been a little bit better at? And learned a lot from those, from those evenings and all that good stuff. I'm very thankful for it. I think it really oh. should be into the player I am. So that's incredible. So yeah. How awesome is that? That yeah. in you and like, you know, really, you know, took you into the wing and gave you real world experience at Absolutely. that point. You know? like, Absolutely. And I can only hope I'm, uh, you know, I'm at least a little bit like that with my students that I have and. But yeah, you know, someone I still talk to all the time, like I'll call him up, yeah, you know, like, hey, I did this thing for Martin Guitars, like check this out and, you know, check out this new strat I just got. And, and, and he just, you know, he's, a, he's such a little kid about it, gets so excited. And, okay, did you get this kind of pedal? Like, check out this fuzz pedal that I just got. I found a reverb. You know, it's, it's cool to have a mentor like that. I'm very, very fortunate to, to have quite a few folks to look up to and, and to learn from and, 
Yeah, because again, like you're always a student. I, I, th- I never think you're a master at anything. You're constantly a student. And when you go to that point where you think you can't learn anymore, I think is a problem. You know, so I'm I'm constantly learning and 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 I love it and seeking seeking you know how to how to find whatever it is you know the the player that I am constantly seeking. I don't think I'll ever stop. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think uh, another thing that people may or may not know about you is you have a very accomplished Instagram. You've been doing amazing things on there for you. you know a long period of time, and all the followers. It like you know you put in so much work, and every day there is like another song by another you know artist, and all all the cool stuff you get to do. Like you built that thing from the ground up, and. I- literally I I started it. um, So I was in a band called roses and cigarettes and my bandmate, Jenny Pagliar. So she was the, she was the singer like two months after we released our first album, she was diagnosed with cancer and it like hit us both hard. And I started that Instagram as something to, cause I didn't know if we were ever going to play music again. I just didn't know at the time. And I started that, the, one, you know, as a way to like keep myself happy and not go to like a dark place and to, you know, like, gosh, learn the solo. Like I have always wanted to learn the solo from so-and-so I'm going to learn how to play it today. I'm going to post it. And it was so out of my comfort zone to do something like that. And I, I think that's where life begins is living outside of that comfort zone and, 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 you know, taking a step out and seeing what the world looks like from outside those four walls, you know, and, I'm thankful for it because it, it, it led to a lot of beautiful things for, for us as a band and, and for me as a, you know, indie guitar player and musician. So, but it's, it's neat. The power of social media, because sometimes it can be you know, like the, it feels like the worst thing in the world. And other times it's, it's incredibly beautiful next people and all that good stuff. Yeah. I think ro- the roses and cigarettes days is when we first met you guys yeah. playing around. And yeah. I remember just, both of you guys would light up the room and it was rare for us to meet other people who would just be down to do whatever, like, it, uh, you know, musically, like, let's go do this thing. And you got your answer, both of your guys' answer was always yes. You yeah. know, it was never I, like, let's think about this. And I don't know if we should do this. It was like, oh uh, yeah, sure. Let's like, let's yeah. figure it out. Let's figure it out. But I know? think, you know, that's, that's how you live. Like saying, saying yes to things is wonderful. And I think it also saying yes to the things you really want to say yes to helps you helps make it easier to say no things that you want to do, Mm -hmm. you know, but, um, but yeah, thank, thank you. We, we sure had a good time and, and, you know, and we, we did have heightened sense of urgency too to, to pack in everything we could, you know, while she was here and, um, but yeah, you guys were great. I was I was looking through photos. Actually, the first gig where we all met, and Steve, you were selling you were selling those those wigs, man. Yeah, yeah. You st- At the mint. <laughs> Do you still got any of those? Uh, yeah, I got a few. <laughs> they're they're up here in my closet. I was talking about rebranding them I, for I've Henry. I've still got mine. I've still got mine. I yes. love it. But yeah, there's a picture of Steve and I. She, wear, she wears it all the time. <laughs> I wear it all the time. I wear it in tapes. It goes very well. Um, <laughs> But it's a great uh, icebreaker for, for Bumble. I'll post you know? a picture yeah. of, of Steve and I later with yes. matching wigs. Oh, that'd be awesome. That show back in 2015. That yeah. was so fun. In 2015, that was when that was? 2015, yeah. dude. Yeah. Whoa. It was like the Delta Saints and then you guys and us. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good bill. It, yeah. 
yeah don't ask me how i remember it it was so cool like meeting all you guys like we were driving back that night like damn those guys are really cool like we should be friends with those guys they were pretty great yeah one of the one of the best memories i have of 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 you guys was we were in austin for south by southwest yeah and it was in our transition period i believe yeah so it was just three of us out there me andrew and steve Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys called us up and wanted to do something at a studio, and we just said yes. And we drank a lot the night before, but we still made it. I know, um, you guys. <laughs> and we got to do uh, we got to do Marianne, um, yeah, with with Jenny singing, and then we did your song about best running. Best I can, best I can, yeah, best I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, we were still tweaking it then too. It was, yeah. That wasn't even the full. Yeah, we're so happy to have it, you guys. It was on. it was a good time. I, I remember having a blast, and I, I remember uh, the studio being so rad. I yeah. forget what it's called. Cedar Creek Recording. And then yeah, we got, yeah. That, that place. Awesome. I remember Jesse. So so I'm, I'm good friends with Jesse who and, and Rachel who run it. And he's like, man. You kids from California drink all my Topo Chico. <laughs> By the time all of us were done, that thing was cleared out. Like, oh, yeah. drink everything. It was so good, though. But at least, oh, you know, man. at least it wasn't like McLennan 25 or anything. It was just, it was just Topo Chico. Summer. <laughs> I was, know, right? That would have been, it was that been a great time. It was way too hot outside for, uh, yeah. for McAllen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was a good time, though. Yeah, that was. Yeah. What year was that? 2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2017-2
gave him a little bit of feedback and, you know, was there for, for some meetings with some important folks and, and all that good stuff. And, but yeah, it was, it was a wonderful trip and, and was incredibly, incredibly honored to have been asked by those guys to, to help them, you know, be a small, small part of the launch of that really cool, you know, innovative and modern guitar. So that was, that was, that was really something. And then, you know, I've done some stuff for Fender too. And, um, I'm a fishman as well. And I work with Daddario strings. But yeah, it's the, the, the power of, of social media for sure is, is pretty, pretty incredible. It's something I'm thankful for every, every single day. Yeah. It's yeah. super cool. Yeah. I, I keep seeing you at NAM, and you're like, you know, um, uh, everywhere and you have somewhere <laughs> to be, you know what I mean? I, I'll just see you and you're like, you know, on your way to somewhere else, and you get it's like, oh, I'm doing this thing. For I Fender, know, you know? I particularly this year, because I, I was busy. I was there from Tuesday to Sunday, <laughs> which just bonkers. I'm like, oh my god, it, it, it was a lot because I was there for press because I was helping Martin, you know, unleash this new car, and I, I did like you know three different press, whatever events, um, showcasing the instrument. But yeah, that's, it's a, it's a lot like Nam for five days is, is a lot. Like I was exhausted and I knew it was coming and I knew I would be really tired. So like after that, the the week after it's like, yeah, I'm booking a, I'm booking a flight to New Orleans. I'm just going to hang out there for a couple of days (laughs) to like decompress and, and just, you know, put my liver through the paces and that's fine. Um, (laughs) But yeah, had a good time and really glad I did that because we wouldn't be able to do it now. So I'm glad yeah, I I say, if it makes you feel better, Nam's probably not coming back for like five years. So. <laughs> for real, for real. We're going to virtual Nam. It's going to look a lot like this. Like a lot more squares. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. So we got some steps. Guitar, you yeah. see, look at, look at the actions. You know, it's like, yeah. It's, it's they'll, so have good. To, they'll have to play a bunch of just ambient noise of like symbols and everything. <laughs> yeah. in the background exactly. Like you're actually there. It amazes we're gonna me how they the never. Hours and we're just going to play the same symbol over and over again. It amazes oh me God. in the drum section how they great. never like figured out how to do like a like a jumbotron or something just with like some yeah. sort of metronome going and yeah. lights or some shit. Like at least yeah. if you can just play in the same like BPM, then everything's just polyrhythms. But yeah, like, oh, oh man. And if you if you don't it's know what, if you don't know what NAM is or what we're talking about, it's um, a giant convention, the National Association of Music Merchants. Is that right? Marketers? Uh, that happens Merchants? at the um, Anaheim Convention Center here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And it's like the biggest m- musical convention for musical things. I yeah. feel I'm, like I'm the marketing person for them. I don't know what to say. I feel like any musician who has gone to NAM is probably immune to coronavirus. Mm. Just for, yeah, just for it's just there's so many people, and it's just a giant guitar center, and everyone's playing an instrument at yeah. the same time. Yeah, and it's it's a whirlwind to get in, it's a whirlwind to be there, and it's a whirlwind to leave. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's a lot. And just as lot. far as like how taxing it is, like not aside from like the sonic, you know, uh, <clears throat> taxation of having so much sound just berating you. And so many sites parading you and stuff. Like you're still doing like thirty thousand steps a day too, just walking back and forth. Oh yeah. Get there like at lunch. Absolutely. Like that's like four hours. Absolutely. It's nuts. And you'll see Stevie Wonder. He's always there. I yeah, see yeah. him every time. He never so sees I'll play us. Drums. There you go. See, Brad. Yeah, awesome. it, was, it was amazing. 
And, he, and of course, he, he has great time, great pocket, great feel. Let me see you wonder. God damn it. <laughs> and and t- no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to hijack this from both of you because no. it's relevant. Yeah. Uh, I saw a, a video the other day that said uh, Stevie Wonder isn't blind, and that's just a shtick that he's been putting up for like, you know, 50 years. <laughs> and so. Uh, they have all these people, like famous rappers and stuff, who've met and had relationships with Stevie. Basically, say like, "Oh, it's just an act," and tell some story where Stevie was like driving a car or something oh high God. or something like that, and maybe he was just trying to prank him or something like that. So I think he likes, you know, doing stuff where just put the car in drive and have me go straight, and then I'll stop it. And so, <laughs> but there's this scene where he's doing like some kind of "We Are the World" sort of thing, and he's on stage with Paul McCartney, and you see a mic stand fall on stage, and then he goes to grab it. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it was insane. I was like, no way. <laughs> but you see Stevie Wonder singing a thing, and he's not playing piano. He's just singing because he's like on someone else's uh, stage. Right. And the mic stand falls, and he goes to grab it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, man. is that Could that possibly be true? <laughs> Great, but great. everyone go out there the not right now. Just keep watching us right now. But when this is <laughs> over, go out there and find the video of Stevie Wonder's not blind. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and uh, yeah, my, Michael had a question. He says, uh, uh, or uh, Mike had a question. Is Nam strictly instrument oriented? Uh, no, it's not. They they have uh, uh, speaker companies and like PA companies and. Uh, lighting companies and fog machine companies all that kind of stuff so yeah it's it's everything that deals with the music industry they've got you know trust companies will show up there i know like global trust has been there in chevet for lighting and all that kind of stuff so um it's it's wild and then i can't say that i'm gonna miss going but i i'm gonna miss going i guess for the it's one just, my favorite part is, is seeing you know friends that you you, you only yeah. get to see once a year because we're there because we're all gigging and all, you know on tour together. or something yeah. and you know seeing that that's my favorite part and and different bands that you know you'll you'll bump into at festivals or you know are going to be there working with their sponsors and stuff and you just end up bumping into so many people from all around the world that it's it's yeah. just insane man like I I couldn't go every day this year because. We had some stuff going on, and, and uh, it just—I was already kind of exhausted with gig scheduling and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah. The, the one day that I did go, it was really nice. Like we went over and, and hung out over at QSC for a bit with uh, with Brad Zell, uh, who we worked with 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 QSC Audio, and uh, got to move around and just see a bunch of friends that we haven't seen in a long time. And you're just passing—it's you know yeah. what, five hundred thousand people. It's you insane. Know, in that convention center. And you just, you're, you know, looking at where you're going, trying not to crash into anybody because the whole thing's packed. And then your eyes just recognize a face off in the distance. And you're like, holy shit, dude. Like, that's my buddy from Germany. Or that's my buddy from Chicago that I haven't seen in like three years. Or like, oh shit, there's that band. Like, I want to go up and be like, hey man, I like your stuff. You know, like and fanboy a little bit. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Great people watching. Yeah. Oh my god, the best. Do you guys ever do the Nam Bingo? Oh, no, oh my god, it's the it's the best. Like it's like one guy or or you know what's his name? 
uh, you know, Dweezil Zappa eating a sandwich. <laughs> like, cross that off. And, you know, it's, yeah. I saw it's, Paul Gilbert walking back from, like, my, where Nam was to my parking space. I saw Paul Gilbert walking in a suit, and we were the only two people there. And I was like, would it be weird for me to say something? But then, like, if you think and hesitate like that, it's already too late, even mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, raise your ex. And there yeah. are good jams, too. Usually, like, in the surrounding area, uh, people go out and play music, and it's, like, the time to see... Yeah, like your favorite musicians just destroying things. I love going and seeing some of the jams sometimes if you have enough strength to yeah. to <laughs> make it out that far. Yeah. Usually, usually if you do, you've like drink, and then that gives you that second energy, and then you kind of just have to snowball that whole thing and so on and so forth. But the other thing too is that like people don't know when Nam ends, all the parties just sort of happen in the hotels. So, like, everyone just goes from that convention center into all the hotels, and then all of those just turned into basically, like, nightclubs, but yeah. with right. real music. So, those can also be crazy. Especially if you're actually invited by a rep or something, and they're paying for the drinks. Those are the best ones. Yeah. <laughs> those are the best. Those are the best. I used to work um, the, uh, yeah. the, the Hilton stage for a number <clears throat> of years with, uh, with DJE through QSC. Just getting getting in there, helping set up, helping run the show. Just oh, dude, it's so much fun. Just to like we, I just go to Nam and then be like, oh, cool. Now I get paid to watch the show or run monitors or you know whatever. So fun, man. It's crazy. What's what's one of the craziest things you guys have seen at Nam? Either funny or just like strictly. Oh my god, this is so musically awesome. I can't believe I'm saying this. Just seeing Stevie Wonder Angela, at the Hammond booth. Angela beat me to a <laughs> talking point. That's okay, because we were going to get there anyway. But that's what I was going to suggest, which was we usually come up with a topic that all of us can talk about at length. I'm basically going to stall so people have time to think. So people think of your stories as I'm doing this. But that's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, we've been talking about NAM a lot. We haven't really talked about NAM on the podcast that much. I think craziest NAM experience just to you would be the awesomest topic of discussion. So awesome, like musically awesome. Mm, well, w- anyone could go weird or worst or best. I'm probably going to go weird. I'm going to need a second to think. Yeah, that's what I'll I was saying. I heard say that because then you put the pressure on and then. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> go first. I'll go, go first. And this, this is why it's weird because it's really not music related because it wasn't in the convention center. I mean, there's, there's cool things happening, like, you know, in there, you know, like seeing people and seeing people do stuff. But. The last time we went, I, we were in one of the hotels. I think we were there for like dinner or lunch, and we were all sitting at a table, and uh, we were having drinks. And then this old guy just kind of sat down at our table. Oh yeah, that happened this year. Yeah, last year. and we were all just like, "Yep, cool." And then we just started talking to him. And I know Andrew talked to him a lot more than. I think Andrew's the one that talked to him a lot more than anybody else did, but he was just talking about how many NAMs he'd been to, and he'd been to all of them. Like he like was at the first one, and he's been to like sixty four of them or something like crazy like that. And it was just kind of interesting because you you would never meet that person unless you were at NAM, and even at NAM, unless you were at the hotel that he decided to go to. It's just you, you end up meeting a lot of interesting people who aren't you know aren't the famous musician people. They're just into people who were there because 
it just brings in a crowd from all over the world to one location in Anaheim. Yeah. And uh, I think I think that was just the the weirdest kind of interesting thing that's happened to me there. Usually, I try to go in and get out quickly, and I, I'm not a gearhead, so I really don't care too much about the gear side. And you know, I, I really just like going and seeing friends and and just being there for a little bit. But that was kind of an interesting thing that happened, and and weird because how often does an old guy just sit at the table that you're sitting at and just start talking to you? And so hopefully this made this gave you guys enough time for someone else to have something. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll that guy. He was super cool. Yeah. And uh, I remember just talking about him because I, you know, like when music stores were really a thing and they weren't guitar centers, like you had a lot better of a relationship with the people at your local music store. Yeah. And I just remember him talking about like those old brands like Summer Con and like all the, you know, relationships. Like, because a lot of these brands are owned by like, uh, a bigger parent company, and then as a music store, you have to have a relationship with the parent company, and they're doing stuff with the schools and stuff like that. So I just remember having a long conversation about owning a music store for 40 years, you know? And uh, it was just super interesting about that kind of stuff. And you go back into, like, what I remember myself being a kid at a music store and seeing all the brands and seeing everything that was there and, you know, talking to him about that kind of stuff. And he, he I, you know, he knew everything. I think he said he was like friends with Bob Moog though. Like mm-hmm. and like knew like he had been there from the, the beginning. He like knew some of the yeah. like OG and like I think he said he knew like the guy who started Marshall and just like again like Robert was saying, just these classic stories that are just like, Man, you you've probably <clears throat> seen some crazy shit at NAM and I, and what what number are we at at NAM? What was this past year? Does anybody know what how many mm-hmm. they've done? Yeah, I don't know. Tommy right. Tech. No. <laughs> Mike, like Mike what you got? What'd you say, Steve? Uh, no, no, I was asking Mike if he knew on uh, oh. in the comments. Oh. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'll, I'll go next though. Uh, so a couple years ago, uh, my dad and his band came down uh, for now. Oh yeah, and that was that was amazing, man. It was uh, my dad's last time. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, my dad has an amazing band called the Internationals up in Northern California uh, that are the premier polka band in the Bay Area, and they fucking rock, and I love it. And uh, yeah, so they, my dad's they last, do rock. They're awesome. My dad's last time being to Nam, I guess, before he came with me, we got uh, we got passes through DJE Sound and Lighting that uh, work the San Francisco Oktoberfest with my my dad's band. Every year, and uh, it was his first time being at NAMM since 1993. Oh, wow. And back in 93, it was all in the arena. The entire convention was in the arena, which, for those of you that haven't been to NAMM, the arena is a full arena. Like, it probably seats a couple thousand people, you know, and uh, it's a big area, big dome, and, but... And so that must have been spectacular back in the day, but now it's, they've built out the convention center to cover like what, six city blocks or something like that. The convention center is, and it's just huge. It's like the size of, of both parks at Disneyland. And then you've got four different levels of stuff and a couple different buildings or three different levels in in a few different buildings. And you just walk, it'll take you, with nobody there, still 20 minutes to walk from one side to the other. It's like a mile long. It's insane. And so he was just, it's huge. He was just blown <clears throat> away, man. And, and uh, that was really cool getting to, 
to share that with him. And we searched and searched and searched for accordions because he's a, an amazing accordion player and we couldn't fucking find any. I think we found like one smaller German company, uh, but they were all button boxes and stuff. So it wasn't, he was like kind of disappointed in that and I felt bad, but it was still fun. And it was really rad to, to have them down there and got them an Airbnb and in uh, Garden Grove and stuff, which was cool. But the weirdest thing I ever saw at NAM though was uh, 2012 went to a NAM after party at the Grove, and it was uh, like this whole metal showcase and stuff. And it was this band called uh, Jackal, and they have a song called the Lumberjack Song, where one of the guys comes out and plays the chainsaw, right? So he's like. Mm-hmm. You know, and like really going for it. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird, but cool. You know, and like he's hitting pitches and stuff and shaking it and the thing's smoking. And like he's putting his tongue up next to it. And I'm like, oh, there's no way there's blades yeah. on that. And then he jumps down off of the stool that he's standing on and fucking saws it in half. I'm like, what? <laughs> I got to go, dude. I'm not. No. Oh. Uh, wow. That's a little too intense for me, man. It was really cool. That's that's yeah. Nam in a nutshell, yeah, right there. Crazy. You just never yeah. know. You really yeah. never know what you're going to see. What, oh my god! Whatever you think it is, it's probably more. You know? Yeah. 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 But, yeah. That's, that's I don't. Um, <laughs> well, I, I I can't think of anything super crazy right now, but I I have to say my favorite Nam memory, and we kind of already touched on it, was when I saw Stevie Wonder play the drums, and it was one of my first, if not my. It was like my first two NAMs I'd ever been to. So still taking in everything that NAM is, being a young kid and enjoying. And I'm a gearhead too. So like I'll go to drums, to pianos, I want to see everything. And I remember like it started getting really packed around where I was. And I was in the drumming area and I couldn't figure out why all these people were coming up. And I was standing next to one of those booths that had the windows on it like and I noticed that everybody was looking in and I kind of turned around and Stevie Wonder had sat on the drums and I've seen Stevie Wonder like two or three times. And obviously it's the best show ever. And Stanley Randolph plays drums and just his whole band is destroying. It's so good. But to see Stevie Wonder sit down on a drum set and like play a groove was like so satisfying and granted he's an old guy now but like again like i said he still had pocket he still had the feel and it's like dude he played the superstition beat like you know what i mean like he's like like he's obviously older now so he he only plays keys when he's live so to see him do something else was like this is the coolest thing i think i've ever seen and it was like again two feet away like if i would have sneezed it would have you know or coughed (laughs) that's weird COVID or whatever, but you know, like, uh, nice. It was just so cool. And, uh, I just remember that was like one of my favorite things. And then, uh, I don't know the weird stuff, like drum kits just made out of all symbols or like you go to the third floor and you get to like the, the weird, uh, products didn't really make it up to the 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 top the middle floor and you get a lot of these like super interesting inventions and like, I don't know. There's just so much shit. It's hard to say. So it's kind of where I was at. It's <laughs> great. It's great. Yeah. I don't know if I have one defining story. I, I've seen a lot of good shows and stuff like that. I remember one of the first years I went to NAMM, um, there's a really good drummer named Jojo Mayer who he was like at the peak of his career and he was playing at the Sabian after party show. 
And I just remember that blew my brain out of my butt because, like, he was at <laughs> such a high level. And then watching him do his thing when I was, like, that age and that impressionable, he did this thing where, like, you know, he could play all these notes on his bass drum foot by hitting his heel and his toe at the same time. And then they actually like had a camera on his foot so you can see it in real life. And then you're there with a bunch of other drummers, so they're like, oh! You know, when, when like, he hits some, you know, kind of groove, like, everyone's cheering for him. So I remember watching that and thinking that was really badass. I think that same year I saw an Eddie Van Halen cover band that's actually California local. But it was this, uh, it was this Wait, bald did guy. They, did they cover just Eddie Van Halen stuff, or was it the Van Sorry, Halen Van cover Halen band? cover band. That's just checking, checking. <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that. <laughs> I, I, um, people need to know. No, it was a Van Halen cover band. And this guy just destroyed everything Van Halen. You could tell he was like made to play these solos and could do them in his sleep. And I think I remember them playing Hot for Teacher and again, like my head just exploding because of how good it was. And me not being able to believe that people can play these things at that level. I think one of the, the, one of the funny things is... Once I, I was really excited the first year because I saw like Billy Sheehan, who's like this really famous bass player, sitting at one of the bars or something at the hotel. I was like, oh, that's Billy Sheehan. And then I think I saw him the next day, like around. And I think it's something at NAM that if you see someone famous, then every other year I've been there, I've seen Billy Sheehan just everywhere I go. Now he's everywhere. You know what I mean? I think that's happened to some people. Like once they figure out who they are, they're not hard to spot. They're just everywhere. But Billy Sheehan in particular, I remember being really excited about seeing him the first year and then seeing him the second year going like, oh, it's just Billy Sheehan. And then like, now I, I can't get away from him. I feel like he's following me. Did you play a show with him at the King yeah. in LA? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the Japan uh, New Year's Rock Fest. He played all these like bass songs. That was amazing. It was really cool. He played uh, My Generation. Thank you, Dan, for the, the, uh, for like the fact that. check here. Nam was inaugurated in 1901. Wow. And Is that really? Yeah. That's dude. insane. That's insane. Wow. And Thank I mean, you, to put it into perspective, when Nam started, what the uh, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I because I don't know that much about guitar, but the electric guitar hadn't even been invented, right? And we were still like, could you imagine being at one of the first ones to now 2020 where like synthesizers and led walls and all this sort Mm -hmm. of stuff it's like incredible that's insane (laughs) that's so wow 1901 that's crazy you know there's just one guy who had an acoustic guitar yeah he's like check this out and everyone's like whoa it's like this is an e chord (laughs) listen to this (laughs) whoa (laughs) you can you can play six notes with only four fingers so nuts! Oh my god! Yeah. Apparently, great. it's got I, I, a, a European counterpart called uh, "Is the Music Messa in Frankfurt, which is pretty cool. I guess they have like a European name. I know they have a summer name in Nashville normally. All right, Angela, I have a couple more questions for you. Let's so do the it. first one. Wait, she didn't do her weirdest name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crap. yeah. We're talking weird or like awesome. Or, or, yeah, Tell all your NAM stories because I feel like you've been a lot yeah, more involved probably. in it than we have. We're just spectators. Um, you've done I, a lot of work. What happened? Re- so, so this last year, I got to see Lawrence Juber play. Nice. And, and they, God, he's so good. So, for and people just, who don't know, 
Lawrence Juber is the guitar player from Wings, right? I saw yeah. him at a young age. I didn't know who he was, and now I'm like a fan for life. So yeah, he's uh, he's incredible, and he he was. I got to see him play twice during Nam because he, he works with Martin as well, and just like oh my, I was and and just to get to meet him and talk to him was just amazing. Um, crazy was there was one guy because I I was working the booth on behalf of on behalf of Martin and um, this one guy, some Joe Schmo guy, comes up to me and he's like. My G28, the action's high, and I don't like this, and I don't like that. I'm like, you know, you can take it to a luthier, and they can, like, lower that for you. Well, what do you know about guitars? And I'm like, well, I, I'm like, I happen to play a little bit. And he grabbed my hand to see if I had calluses on my, on my fingertips. What? He did not believe me. Wow. And I'm then, like, gosh, buddy, like, relax. Like, I know that's like I know a little bit about the instrument. I can help you, you know, a little bit. Like, tell me, you know, like what year did you get it? And you know, what are the, what are the machine heads like, you, you know, that you've got on it? And you was know, post playing a demo. Yes. This was, or no, I, I, I had played a demo like the day before and it was the press demo. So I, I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if he was present for that, but yeah, it was just, just a very like interesting. I'm like, you know, just bring it to a luthier and I promise your guitar is going to sound awesome. Dude. Like, on. <laughs> that's super odd that he would just blame you for like you even made yeah. the guitar yeah <laughs> yes you know so it, it was interesting but i get you know sometimes your guitar doesn't play like you wanted to and get a little frustrated but you know don't don't check my hands to make sure i play calluses yeah. or that i have calluses in my hands. like don't do this yeah like, no, okay <laughs> so weird bizarre just bizarre weird. But, you know i got it all figured out for him. But yeah, just so weird. Like, wow! Like, really, you're gonna grab my hands to to make sure that I play? Like, cool. You need to grab your hands, Angela. Perhaps that's true. That's true. Yeah, but was impressive. Like, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a little. It was a little much for me. And yeah, <laughs> weird. We're talking weird stories. That's probably my weirdest one. <laughs> yeah, that's my weirdest one. But yeah, good stuff. Nice. <laughs> that is super weird. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. <clears throat> yeah, I'm like, like really, like really. Anyway. Let me see your hands, though. Show the audience your hands. <laughs> I know. Show sure. the <laughs> the uh, they're real. So, anyhow, it, you know, it happened more than you think. I, that's not the first time someone has grabbed my hands to see if I have calluses on my fingertips. Really? Wow. Yes. That's a very it's, interesting thing to it's, do. It's to very, someone. like, in, personally invasive, too. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, it's like just just help yourself to my hand. That's cool. I guess this like, guy doesn't grab another topic, anywhere. which is like, like yeah, what is it to be a female and be in a extremely male dominated thing, right? And then what is it times a million on social media? So I've okay. played gigs with you personally. I know how much of an amazing guitar player you are. Mm-hmm. I know how well you can think on your feet. I've, I've given you compliments every time I've gotten a chance to play with you, and I mean them every time, you know. So. I, I personally have experience of how good you are, right? So I see all the bullshit uh, that must fly around in this stuff that you're talking about where people were grabbing your hands to oh, see if you have yeah. calluses, which is, you know, who else is that? Is that guy grabbing any dude's hands to make sure they, like, play or things like that? So what, what do you just think of that? Probably not. I, you know, here's the thing. I just, I play because I love it. I play because I love it. And to me, it's an extension of my soul and my heart and all of that. I play because I love it. I, things like that get a bit annoying, you know, but it's like, hey, you know, I, my love for the craft and of playing outweighs the, you know, 
the comments, which I do not, I want to say, I, I do not read YouTube comments because they can just ruin your, your life and ruin your day. <laughs> they yeah. can ruin your day. So I, I have made it a, you know, I've made that promise to myself. I do not read YouTube comments because there are some trolls that feel so strong and tough, you know, this a bit behind the suit of armor that is a keyboard and a screen, you know. So I you know, I, I, I ignore the haters and it's just like, listen, like this is this is what I do. Is it bad that I want to go find some now? <laughs> oh no, wait, my, my, dad, my dad's already on it. So. Oh really? Oh yeah, like he'll be like, "God, did you read this?" I'm like, "Nope, Dad, I don't read it, and you shouldn't either." Like, don't go and look for those guys because my and my dad's like Tony Soprano. We're, we're Italian, and I'm like, "Dad, like it's, it's, it's like don't read the comments, Dad. <laughs> don't do it." But you know, I I just I love it, so I I ignore you know I ignore the comments. You know, especially the ones like, like there was every once in a while, I'll, I'll like on, on Instagram, I'll be like going through and I'll see like something like, Hey, so that D you were supposed to play it on the, uh, on the fourth fret instead of the, uh, instead of the, uh, you know, second fret here. I'm like, okay, right. <laughs> okay. I'll make sure to write that down. And then when I play it right, I'll be sure to tag you in it. Like, thanks too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like things like that. Um, yeah every once in a while you know silly cons even at gigs you're like wow like you're pretty you're you're you know girl you're actually pretty good like things like that it's a little it's it's a little strange you know it's like understand something like that happening they're not used to seeing a girl play guitar they're not used to them being good so they think that's a compliment when it's just it'd be just easier to say wow you're a really great guitar player but they have to add that second thing in like the actually it's like, well, you're actually a jerk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it all comes with territory. The main thing for me is just to stay true to, you know, my craft and to constantly, you know, seek inspiration and, you know, seek to, you know, be around wonderful musicians like all oh, you guys. Um, you know, no, it's true. I think you guys are absolutely awesome. And just like the, guy, the music you guys put out is just incredible. And, and you know all of that good stuff. I think you guys are really, really great. You guys are a special band. But um, thank you. The the craft of it for me is is what's most important. I I just I stay true to this, and I um I went to this. So so Ray Montaigne did this interview, and he's one of my favorite singer songwriters. If you guys don't know who he is, yeah, like mm-hmm. but he can do no wrong. And we named our we named our band Roses the Six after one of his songs. Jenny and I absolutely love him. And we went to a, an interview that he did at the, um, the Grammy Museum. Gosh, this must have been like six or seven years ago. And I remember they opened it up to audience. And there was maybe 100 people there. And they're like, well, and, and Don was, was the, was the uh, MD. Or, you know, whatever. he was the guy asking the interview. So, like, nice. it was a double whammy of awesome. Yeah. So, you know, he opened it up to the audience. Like, well, if anyone wants to ask Ray a question. And I'm just like, yes. And I go, what advice do you have? And he, I, I just remember, and we, you know, we're looking at each other like this. And I like still think about it. I'm just like, oh my God, I got to talk to Ray. Ray. But I said, he's just, so jealous. I love him. He's just the best. He goes, always listen to your gut, you know, and, and, and be you. There's no one else like you, <clears throat> you and listen to your gut. And I'll never forget. And he, he paused and he looked at me and he goes, good luck, kid. You know, <laughs> it was, it's something I always remember in my guitar team too. And he goes, listen, he's like, you're a guitarist and a musician. It is a, it is hard for all of us. 
you know, this is, this is a road, but it's incredibly rewarding in a lot of ways. And all of us have our stories of these peaks and valleys of, of this business that we're in. Um, but I remember Jimmy would tell me, you know, it's a hard business for all of us, but it's going to be extra hard for you as a female in this, you know, male dominated business. And he said, just you and just play and be prepared and work really hard and practice really, really hard. And, and, you know, that instilled in me, you know, that, that really important work, work ethic of being a great player and, and, you know, being just a, a, just a lover of tone and precision, but yet still finding that creative, you know, that creative voice of, of, of who you are. Cause there, there are so many folks that I'm inspired by, but I, and I think, you know, with myself and I think with all of us is, is finding our voice yet still, you know, tipping the hat to the folks who have inspired us, but, but yet finding who we are as well. Yeah, so, for sure. you know, there's always going to be stupid people who grab your hands and check your calluses. But like at the end of the day, it's like, I'm going to still grab my strat, you know. It's a great name of a song. You should like, you know, tell that story. It's you the know? same old bullshit, you know, I, like, like, yeah, it's, it's like the kind of story, you know, if it's just about, you know, like people constantly yeah. second guessing. You I mean, or, yeah. And I wish that is the first time that that happened to me because it's not, you know, it's not, but. I don't know, but it's always fun too. Jenny and I would always laugh. We'd go into gigs, particularly the first time we'd play somewhere. And there's this kind of hum in the room when they see the both of us walk in and I have my guitar and, you know, she's got her mic stand. And that look of like, oh shit, it's another chip band, you know? And it's like, well, we're going to melt your face off in about three and a half minutes. So just Fuck wait, yeah. you know? And it's like, we're going to do our thing. And, and you know, and that's that's what we did is like, we, we wrote the music that we wanted to write and sing, you know, and, and that's it. Cause I think in this business being you initially and just being authentic from the get go is going to make this journey a lot easier than if you're pretending to be somebody else and then having to pretend and still be in this tough business. You've yeah. got this double whammy of just, so I think it's it's easier to just be you from the start and yeah. whatever. You're going to have haters. I, the way I look at it is if, if you have some haters, you're doing something right. So, yep. you know, so just be you. Be yeah, you, be, be authentic. You. Play the music you want to play mm-hmm. and write the music you want to write. And that's it. That's it. And don't apologize. I want to hate and don't apologize. No, it's like I love Led Zeppelin. They, I love them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I listen. I love them. You know, You're right? You just put that poster up. Too. I know. <laughs> Do you even know what Houses of the Holy is? <laughs> Do you even know? Yeah, it's good stuff. But you know, yeah. but I, I don't know. I love it. I love it. I just love to play. I just. I love mean, it. have you heard of Coda? Coda, what's Coda? <laughs> What's code of it, you know? But. So we, we, we did get our first E-Sharp comment, and I would oh, love for you God. to elaborate yeah. on this because that, that made me so fucking happy. Is, is E-Sharp a real note? Because this is the big controversy. Yes, I was so stoked when, when you guys had that whole, Dude, whole How thing. funny was that? <clears throat> it was so amazing. I've actually, I got you guys after this, let me know what all your T-shirt sizes are because I have yes. one for all of you. And let me know what Henry's is too. Um, oh, very not a real note. Oh my god! Okay, so we're all starting from this. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was I was asked by Premier Guitar Magazine to write an article, and they're like, "You could just pick whatever you want." And I'm like, "I'm gonna do something weird." I'm like, "I'm gonna talk about the Phrygian scale because who the hell talks about that?" And I'm like, "I'm just I want to I want to be weird. I'm gonna do that." 
So I wrote a particularly about F sharp Phrygian. So those of you talk like yes, those of you who are musicians, it's a it's like a it's a type of scale. It's kind of binary and sad sounding. Um, but a, a flat two, you, dog. yeah, flat two. <laughs> <laughs> you only see it in one other mode, like crazy. So um, so I so I wrote about this, and I was particularly speaking about F sharp Phrygian. So I talked about two ways you can make a Phrygian scale, and then one of them being breaking it down from sharp major. So in F sharp major, there is a note called E sharp. And <laughs> thank you for the hashtag, Steve Rat. So, um, so I wrote that, you know, and, and then, and the, uh, the article down was great. Okay, cool. So I get this email like two months, it's like a month and a half <laughs> later, I get this email That's and so then this dude, he's like, listen, and I, I will send you guys the email after this. Cause it was so fun. And he's like, Hey, and like in all capitals, this email was mostly in all capitals. Like he was physically like yelling at me <laughs> through the keyboard. Like, like the, like the capital letters like, were very yeah, nice. Like the didn't oh, just yeah. leave the cap lock on. Like he pressed an extra button no, he or held the shift like, key the entire Angela time. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> he's, I'm yelling at her about E sharp cause it's not real. <laughs> like yell at me about E sharp. That's fine. Um, so he's like, you're wrong. He's those, I went to, I like, you know, I went to three different music teachers and all of them told me that E sharp isn't real. So if you can prove to me, and I swear to God, if you can prove to me right now that E sharp is real, I am going to physically go and confront all of these three other music teachers that they were wrong and ask for my money back. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm going to send you guys the email. I'm not even kidding. And I was like, whoa. First of all, okay, so can you explain why E sharp is a real note? And then we'll like break it down in more layman, easy terms. Yeah. Okay. Just mostly for me. So perfect. So, so I'm going to start with the, I'm going to do the key of C for right now. So. Music, there, there are musical scales that we have, and that's like where souls come from, and and all that good stuff. Like, so do re mi so la ti do. It's a scale. Those of us, you know, you don't even have to be musical. If you, we we all know what a major scale sounds like. So C major, for example, is C D E F G A B C. Mm-hmm. So if notice how this was in alphabetical order, starting from C to C, C D E F G. So each of these letters is accounted for within this musical this musical alphabet that happens to be the key major. So pretty much for a scale, you need to account, you need to keep the musical integrity. And I'm trying to say this in, in, in the most like complete, like layman's terms I can. Every letter needs to be accounted for, for the key of F sharp. So we have like F sharp, G sharp, A sharp, B, C sharp, D sharp, E sharp, F sharp. So when we in music we are told okay there are whole steps and half steps <clears throat> so like say for C and D that's a whole step so what does that mean there are two half steps to get from C to D so it'd be C C sharp then you get to D but for notes like say B and C or in this case E and F they are a half step apart mm-hmm. so there's B and C there is no in between note they don't as I like to say, like when I'm, when I'm teaching online, there, there, there's no neighbor. So when you look at the scale of F sharp and you see this E sharp, you're like, wait, what the hell is going on? That should be F. 
but it's not. You can't have a double in a scale. You can't have a double letter. You can't have F, F sharp. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Whereas E, you have to call it E sharp now. That's maintaining the musical integrity. But if we look at the musical key signature, so, so, the, so the triple F or the little music, right? And you look at the key signature. So in this case of F sharp, you're going to see all these sharps everywhere. Yeah. If you look at the line of E, there's a sharp there. So E sharp is real. Yeah. E sharp is real. Yeah. I think an easy, general, really general way to explain it is there's just certain ways of spelling things like words and music. Yeah. And depending on the context, you have to use different letters, right? So if you're speaking French, like what you would it be a certain key, you have to use this letter in this certain way. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is that E sharp is not even the craziest like spelling of a letter. No. no. It has to be specific. There's ten times crazier things. There's double right. flats, there's triple flats, yeah. there's double yeah. sharps, there's triple yeah. sharps, and there's a million worse things than E sharp, right. which is like the first level of things getting weird. Right. Um, you know, so so it all stemmed <laughs> from that, and I happen to have two very, very accomplished, you know, music <clears throat> theorists and 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 you know folks who have very awesome music degrees in my band and I read them this email and they, we all just got a big kick out of it and I happened to film it. And particularly my, my keyboardist, Bobby Victor just went off the rails and just in in less than a minute (laughs) explained it. And it was so funny. And I I, like, it just became this thing and I'm like, I'm making shirts and like sold out of the damn shirts. Yeah. It became a thing, and really funny. I, I put it up on YouTube, so those of you can go on, you can go on my YouTube, watch the watch the video we're talking about. I'm gonna look at all the comments and read all oh those. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple creepy ones too. So you'll <laughs> whatever. You brought it up. Now I have to ask. <laughs> I think it was funny because I I think I hadn't seen you in a while. We were playing that gig together with Steve. Yeah. And it's like just the first thing I have to ask because I think it's so funny. I work yeah. on other internet stuff. I'm like, yeah. how bad is the creepy stuff? And you, whatever makes you feel comfortable, you know, I mean, you don't say anything. I am, uh, no, I'm an open book with this stuff. It's why I'm not going to name any names. Um, but yeah, there's some creepy stuff. I'm not going to lie. You know who um, you are. So we, don't keep doing it. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'll people stop. are real I'll people stop. on the I'll internet. Stop. They Thanks look at your phone. <laughs> it's not Robert. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. All right, let's see. Um, one of my creepiest, I probably the creepiest. Um, this was a while ago. Um, so th- this person had followed roses and cigarettes first, and then I-, I had created my my guitar playing Instagram, and then he followed that right away. And he sent, or, or he was sending, you know, comments like, you know, I'm moving to LA, and I can't wait to meet you, and all this stuff. And uh, great. And um, so I get calluses <laughs> to make sure that you play. Um, <laughs> so um, I, I get a video of a song that he wrote. Pretty sure it was about me with pictures of me in oh, case no. I forgot what I looked like. <laughs> Flashing. And it was a little, it was a little, that was pretty creepy to me that I, that, that, that creeped me out. Um, yeah, that's that's probably one of the creepiest. You know, just like creepy comments, like "Let me see your feet." I'm like, no, 
What? Social media is weird like that. I've worked with a lot of social media people yeah. over the years. Report, and, report, uh, report. I feel like it's easy to make a relationship with people on social media. And if you get that sort of reinforcement, like someone liked your comment, you might start creating this other thing in your head that, mm-hmm. like, you know, isn't what you think it is, and you feel like it's giving you permission to do all this other crazy stuff. Right, it's not really- <laughs> right. Like, don't ask to look at my feet. Don't ask. It's to look never at my- okay, right? Like, why would you, you ever know. think that's okay? Yeah. yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's, you know, but I mean, for the most part, you know, it's 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 pretty harmless stuff. Uh, but yeah, every once in a while I get a creepy like, hey, like, um, so where do you work? And like, what hours can I come and see you at work? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. I, you know, it, I'm, I'm pretty introverted, not going to lie. Um, I'm a pretty introverted individual. I do lots of, like, I love talking with people and like, I love it, love it, love it. But I, I'm one of those folks that like after a day I need to go home and like, and just chill for yeah. a bit and decompress and kind of recharge. I, I, I'm I'm, that's I've always been that way, um, but yeah, the, the 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 you know the the comments it's 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 a little it's a little strange. Don't don't ask me where I work, you know. And and like my my private life is very private. Like folks don't need to know what my parents look like, you know. They don't. They there are certain things like you don't need to know when I'm at the beach. Like you don't need Do you to know the fans things. like following your parents and stuff like that. No, they, I don't. Or? I don't think so. No, I I I don't have them go on social media and then yeah. the big secret is do you have i don't even know if you want to mention this but do you have like a personal instagram that is not used for guitar no i don't i don't i just keep if, it off if I just you keep, didn't I, just... I would <laughs> recommend that you lie anyways that's not a good thing to tell people why am i asking you that that's no, stupid no. i i you know i keep i keep my private life pretty private and my you know, my yeah. friends my friends know what's going on and my family knows what's going on in my life. But like, I, you know, the guitar stuff, like I, I love sharing that and, you know, like shows I'm playing, like, absolutely. I love sharing that stuff. But there, there's a point where like my life, there's a part of my life that's mine, you know, that I, that I don't share. Cause again, that helps keep my sanity and allows me to keep sharing my music and yeah, for sure. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. I think, you know, it's a really important balance. Cause I, I think social media can be very tempting in that way of like, I'm going to post, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going on this boat ride today or like, whatever. Like, first of all, like, I, I don't think anyone gives a shit if I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I really don't think so. Um, you know, except the pizza. I, like I make pizzas too. That oh, I found. Oh yeah. You guys Maybe can, go on, my, you guys can yes. go on my Instagram and see, I made some pizzas today. They have since okay. been immediately consumed. Um, but yeah, you know, that stuff I'll share, but there are certain things that I share and certain things that's like, you know, that that's, that's mine. That's mine. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and yeah. If- a lot of marriage requests as well, by the way. Whoa. I get a lot of those too. A lot of those. And I, I you know, and I always tell people, it's like, I'm way cooler Instagram than in, in real life. Yeah. I promise. That's very true. I watch a lot of no, HGTV. <laughs> I watch a lot of HGTV. I'm like, damn, I get my own place. Like, I want countertops like that. Like, that, that cool. Like, that cool. <laughs> like, just watch the Led Zeppelin stuff. You don't want to see the, like, I you might be like, turning uh, like, on know. weird dudes more by saying, like, <laughs> I love HGTV too. Yeah. I like, love Guitar <laughs> and HGTV, we were meant for each other. Let me see your feet. Right. Fred, let me see your feet. <laughs> what size shoe are you so I can make you some boots? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. They're going to have I a don't even song inscribed in them that I wrote about you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me let me show you the song in case you forgot what you look like. 
<laughs> we we did get a comment earlier on I on wish Instagram, I was making though. this up, Warren. I know. I'm not making this up. We, we did get a comment on Instagram earlier that uh, said how stoked that person was that was writing it, uh, how engaging you are with your fans. And uh, I, in, in responding to the non-creepy stuff in brackets, I, obviously. But, yeah. The way I look at it is I'm incredibly thankful for you know all the all the fans too, and it's it's important to me. They they take the time to watch my videos every day, so they're like, "Hey, like, what pedal are you using on that tune?" I'm thinking about you know working on my pedal board. I love taking the time out of my day to answer those kind of questions. I yeah. love that because folks did that for me. You know, when I was like, "Man, what's that sound that that Jimmy Page is getting on No Quarter?" I need to figure that out. There was always someone there to be like, "This is what he did." You know, how's Bonnie Raitt getting that tone on her slide? This is what she did. Um, those sorts of things. That is so incredibly important to yeah. me to, to answer those things. Like, I can't tell you, too. So, yes, on the flip side, do I get comments about showing my feet? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's like right. the one of the one percent. Yeah. Right. It's, but it's the one of the one. But, you know, I get way more comments of, hey, every night before my six-year-old daughter goes to bed, we watch a bunch of your videos, and she can't wait oh, to start amazing. playing guitar. Like, yeah. like those to me, I'm like, yes, that's I get, true. I get of, you know, that's like 98% of the messages yeah. I get, mm. you know, like, sure. Is it funny to talk about the feet and like the videos? Yes. Hilarious. But that's the, that's the majority of, of the messages I get. Like, you know, folks saying like, gosh, you know, this roses and cigarettes song, like really meant a lot to me. Like, thank you so mm-hmm. much for you and Jenny for writing this, you know, stuff like that. Like even like kind of talking about it makes me tear up. It's really cool that, you know, and I think at the end of the day, too, as, as musicians, we have this gift. And I think it is our duty to share it and to help people, you know, who, who may be wanting to in, engage and in, in being musicians like us to elevate them and to support them, too. Because they were folks that supported us as we were kids and learning how to play. So I think it is our duty to do the same for other people. So, like, answering those kind of comments is so, so important to me. And I always make time out of my day to make sure that I can do that. You know, to me, that's important that we elevate the next generation. Cause you know, we're going to blame guys and we're going to be, yeah. we're going to be the old farmers. Yeah. We're not yeah. already. And you know, and some, or maybe we already are. And some of know. these people might be, you know, backing us up later on down the line, you know, like, Exactly. So to me, I think that's, that's an investment well, in the future. Up, I don't know, but yeah. you know, and as a thank you to the fans who watch these videos, which is still crazy to me. It's like, all right, you want to watch me do another Led Zeppelin video? Like, great. Like, thank you so, so yeah. much. Like I do this cause I love it. And if it's, if it's helping you like learn how to play this song that reminds you of your dad who passed away or, you know, is, is a song that you want to learn and, and, and play to your girlfriend before you, Proposed to her, like stuff like that, and again, like these are all messages we've gotten. Like how crazy! It's amazing, and it's incredibly humbling. And I don't know, it's it's incredibly humbling, you know. And and I had someone tell me once, like you really have a gift. You 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 make music out of a box with strings on it. Mm -hmm. You know, we nothing. It's this gift. I think it's our our duty to share it. It's how lucky for us. This age of social media, we get to do that in a blink over the world and we get to help people and you never know like who you're helping. And I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a really beautiful thing too. 
So I tend to look at the positives of the social media. Stuff. No, of course, yeah. <laughs> and we're just joking about the negatives. It's obviously, oh, no. you know, it's the smallest percentage compared to all the amazing stuff that you're talking about. It's, it's super fun to joke about, though. Like, let's be real. Like, there's some really crazy shit. Well, and it's also, like, just for all of you out there in internet land, like, be good people and don't be fucking creepy. Yeah. Be good you know? people. Don't grab hands to see yeah. if you have calluses. Nope. Don't grab, yeah. don't, don't, you know, don't ask for shoe sizes. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Don't ask, like, show us your ears. I know that's it's almost sounds like it's you're making it and then you're like, God, no. it's so weird, but yeah. it does happen. And I it laugh happens. sympathetically because yeah. it, it, it's shocking. It's just insane. Yeah. It's, you know, it's it's it is what it is. But like the ninety-eight percent. But yeah. so funny, like the two percent like there are certain ones like I just have to like text present like, dude, like read what I just got. <laughs> We'll have to do that. We'll pull up some comments <laughs> next time, and you, maybe like years ago or something like that, and see if you can read them. Like I've seen some gems. There are some gems, like like the Where, Jimmy Kimmel mean tweets or whatever. You know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Where can people find you? And the second part is you're invited back whenever oh, you'd like yes. to be back. There's a possibility. I feel like we can down. chat about. We didn't even talk about any topics of things. We just introduced <laughs> you, but I feel like you know. You could talk for hours about all the stuff that we love. So I, I, I so I would be honored to come on anytime. I'd be coming on. I, I just, I just love you guys. So that would be great. Anytime, we you just let me know. Too. And then, where can people find you on so, socials and things? Or I, I was seeing it on the bottom of the screen here. I'm going to read it. For, <laughs> I'm going to read it for the folks at home <laughs> who, can't, who can't see it. Okay. All right. Um, so, so AngelaPatrulliMusic.com. You can you can follow me there. Um, I would say you can check out when I'm playing, but we're not. Um, so I, I teach on step too, so you can reach out there. My, I got videos. I, oh yeah, I, I do a, a segment on Norman guitars. So those of you who play oh. guitar and like all that stuff, I got a segment called Patrulli Picks. Patrulli Picks? Yeah. I, 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 I can't believe Norm lets me play insanely, ridiculously expensive guitars and lets, and just, just hands them to me and, and lets me play them. So I'm, I'm forever grateful to Norm and all the folks there. Um, but yeah, AngelaPatrulliMusic.com. Uh, Angela Petrilli Music on the Instagrams, Angela Petrilli Music on the YouTubes. You could find out how E Sharp is real. And if you want to order one of those E Sharp is real t shirts, you can go on AngelaPetrilliMusic.com. Yeah. And, and if you actually, if you want them, let, let them, let the folks know on the Angela Petrilli Music that you saw this, and I'll throw in a free sticker too, folks. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. You yeah. that right here, folks. Right free here. sticker. Right here, folks. And for free all y'all listening on the uh, Spotify podcast and Apple podcasts uh there's a link in the description to all of angela's socials thanks for thanks, thanks for being on here tonight with us angela <laughs> yeah you're a great uh, guest thank you guys yeah, yeah, appreciate it so folks these guys rock and i'm so so happy for all of your success and i just love the music you guys create and just i'm so so happy for you and it's just you guys rock i just love you guys well thank you we love you you too. guys are great and we'll look forward to being on a stage together Coming oh, up in the future. Yes. Let's, yes. let's make it happen. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. This was See you, everybody. Before we go, next time. Uh, before we go, off. we do have oh. uh, something coming up uh, that next week we're going to be announcing the winners. If you're following us on Facebook and Instagram, which most of you guys are, uh, we are hosting a photo contest currently uh, for our new music video for do you remember 
And so if you would like to enter in for a chance for a free Robert John the Wreck t-shirt, just simply post up a photo of you either pre-COVID having a great time or a uh, childhood photo of yourself and hashtag it, remember being free. And uh, we're going to be picking winners next Monday on the podcast. And that winner will get a free Robert John t-shirt. So uh, um, get those in and uh, be good to each other. Yes. Do you remember videos out? We got a couple more things coming up um, that we're going to take care of soon. They'll be really cool. So, yeah. Do you remember Check it out. videos out on our Facebook? There's going to be a link in the description as well, and I will post it in the comments here on Facebook. And uh, request, do you remember on Planet Rock? Yes, please. Yep. There's still stuff going on. Oh yeah, we're still cool. Yeah, right. We're right, doing everyone? It. Yeah, right. Come on, everybody. <laughs> And our new record, Last Light on the Highway, is still available for uh, vinyl, CD, and digital download on robertjohntherec.com. So go and buy, and uh, everybody's got birthdays coming up, so uh, handle it, and uh, don't be a creep, and be good to each other and get wrecked. (laughs) 